Last week, we talked about some of the normal stuff of the Christian life. We live with God's extravagance toward us, the design of union with God, empowerment by the Spirit, union with others as God's Spirit indwells us all, and living in God's kingdom here, now. But we also live amid kingdoms in conflict where suffering, grief, and physical death happen, where hope may be strong and sustaining. As we take in that life is hard all the time, our reading in Romans today contributes to our understanding. This comes, as Paul writes, for I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul is convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love. We are forever connected to God, union with God in this design of the Christian life. Paul provides encouragement in this hard place where we live about our union with God. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, he writes, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. We have help beyond what we understand or even sense. Paul speaks of nothing separating us from God while we live here where it is hard. Separation in the Greek and simply as we may consider it is having to do with the space between. Though our connection to God is constant, we live our lives accepting or battling separations, spaces between. Those things that create space between, and it is always about relationship, those circumstances may expose it. Relationship with self, with God, with others. Maybe a space is offense, hurt, rejection. We can resonate with that with friends, family, spouses, partners, and with ourselves. Do we accept who we are? Do we reject parts of ourselves, hold contempt for ourselves? Separations, the spaces between. Foundationally, sin is separation from God. Sin, in its etymology, has a word picture. It is a path, a way that goes apart from God, separate from God, the things of God's kingdom and presence. The paths away from the things of God's kingdom. The unions are love, grace, goodness, health and relationship with self and with others. The separations come in flavors of hate, judgment, violence, prejudice, to name a few. We are on paths individually and together in this life. As we journey, we battle through our sufferings and grief, sometimes taking us unawares, and sometimes self-imposed through our choices. Separations. Saying goodbye to health, a job, friends, a partner or spouse, a death of a loved one. Separations. Not always any sin we do, but a place we live where sin dwells. Separations are the fallout. We heard that last week, decay and bondage. 
Through Jesus, the separation problem we have with sin has been solved, provided for, because we could not solve it ourselves. But sin is still here. In our limitation, we continue to sin, walk the path away, live in separation. Sin is still a part of our imperfect now, but through Christ, we have conquered separation from God, self, and others. Conceptually. Separation, union. As Christians, we live in time, but our truths are beyond time as well. That is why Paul writes, those whom God called, and here that word for called in the Greek is translated more like invited. Those whom God invited, everybody, God also justified. And those whom God justified, God also glorified. Strong's exhaustive concordance helps us to take it in. Paul is indeed and intentionally using the past tense to show his point. Justified, glorified. In time, we are justified in Christ. To be justified is to be declared righteous by God. In a play on the word justified, just as if I'd never sinned. New. In Christ, that is how God sees us. That has happened to us in this faith, our tradition, at our baptisms. But there is more outside of time that has happened. We have been glorified. We have already in the sight of God been clothed with splendor, already seen by God without limit, without sin. The outside of time truths we may refer to as positional truth to help us take it in. Our place, our position has already happened. We are already glorified. And we will catch up with that truth as we journey into eternity. What that means is all separation from God is solved, done, cannot be changed. We are at union with God now and forever, justified, glorified. There is a magnitude of the now and not yet at play as we live our daily lives. That is why Paul busts out and says, what then are we to say about these things? These things of our now, suffering, hardship, the pain of unreconciled relationship. His answer, certain and confident in God's nature and character. If God is for us, who is against us? God, who did not withhold God's own son, but gave him up for us. How will God not with him give us everything else? This justification and glorification are causes for celebration. Hence Paul's outburst. He's over the top listing of all the terrible things that do not and cannot separate us from God. Nothing can. Nothing in all creation, including death. Death being the biggest encounter of separation we experience living in this world. We grieve and dread the deaths of those we love and maybe our own deaths. It is so unknown, this transition of leaving this limited physical body to catch up to the miracle of living in our glorified bodies. As we read Paul's outburst, a part of what we can observe is certainty happens over time. It accumulates and gets sturdier. Paul has been engaging the truth in his mind and heart personally. He has been speaking the truth with others. And he's been intentionally practicing the truth, doing ministry, building up the kingdom of God. 
This writing is 25 years of accumulation, and Paul is crazily certain. As we understand our now, with all its constraints, we can boil it down to God providing for us, solving our problem with sin, with separations, and our need, our need to respond to truth. Work it out by ourselves, with others, and practice it. The fruit is manifold. Intimacy with God, truly abundant life, and the cultivation of certainty. All of these transcend our circumstances. The separations we still experience and sometimes create in our now are something that our Christian identity needs to engage, our justified, glorified selves. We do this with ourselves, with others, and in our relationship with God. This happens through acceptance, healthy boundaries, which sometimes mean there needs to be some separation. It happens with forgiveness and grace. It is work. We have limitations. A world of separations and we are beacons. We carry are filled with God's presence and we can shine as we walk in union with God, self and others. Sure, it's hard, but how amazing our now can be, and what more will come, more than we can fathom.